Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your guide Olivia and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. Also, sending a loving reminder to join us over on Patreon if you haven't already, where I can better help you help yourself. You can learn more about each support tier by going to www.simplyolly.com. That's O-L-I, Ollie. The link is in the show notes. Welcome, my friend, to episode 218. <laughs> Questioning emotions to improve mental health. I could just like throw on a radio voice. We're not going to do that. Okay, anyway. Thanks for enduring. Um, no, for real though. Uh, this is one of those fun episodes where we kind of get into a little more of like a technical or practical technique um, that may that you may find beneficial or helpful or that you can put into practice and see how it works for you. If it works for you, it may not. And that's okay if it doesn't. And if it does, that's okay too. Keep at it. <laughs> uh, we all got to find our way with things. And so I like to just present just different tools and perspectives on this podcast um, so that you can maybe find stuff that works for you and the stuff that doesn't work for you, leave it. That's all right. Uh, I have had people present so many things to me that don't work and it's okay. So questioning emotions to improve mental health. I feel like I am going to ruffle some feathers with, <laughs> with this one, depending on your belief systems. Um, but I'm going to share it anyway, because it's my stance and my podcast. And that's why you're here it's to hear what I have to say. So here we go. Here is my stance on emotions. Okay. One, I think emotions are there to provide us information, right? What makes us, what is making us sad? What makes us angry? Blah, 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 blah. Like it literally is just like an information provider. It's like finding out what temperature is outside or whatever. It's our body's way of giving us information to then do what we will with, right? And then also, my stance on emotions is that they are beneficial to release from the body. Yes. Don't want to keep those babies locked up inside, okay? Now, here's where I might have an unpopular opinion or people going up. Because <laughs> that's how, is that how you react? Is it how I react? I don't know. Maybe somebody does that when they hear something that doesn't sit well with them. They just go. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, so. My stance on emotions is also that not all emotions need to be felt. Oh, yeah. I'm probably going to hit some people with that one because I I know there are plenty of people, especially in like the somatic world and maybe maybe some therapists out there and stuff. Um, <laughs> plenty of people that feel that every emotion is valid and relevant and needs to be released and needs to come out. And that's fine. If that's your view, it's not mine. Um, because I have heard this, the stance that, um, 
if a, if an emotion needs to come out, you need to let it out, and then it will naturally stop on its own. Um, the reason I don't agree with that in all cases is because I have, oh my gosh, like Justin Timberlake cried m- so many rivers, like big ones, and um, it it never. It literally never stopped until I started stepping in. So it wasn't like it just needed to come out until like the drain was empty. You know, you know, like when somebody turns like a hose off and then they like press the trigger on the hose um, so that it can just, you know, empty out. It's not it wasn't like that. Like my valve was open. And I know for plenty of people, the valve is just open. So releasing it, like pressing the trigger and releasing it doesn't it just keeps it going. It just keeps going. Anyway, so. My last stance is that not all emotions need to be felt. Now, I'm not just saying an emotional category per se, like anger or sadness or fear or joy, frustration, whatever, whatever it might be. Um, but I, I'm talking kind of more on like an individual experience basis. Okay. And this is up to your discretion because you, you may take a stance where you go, Hey, I think it's great to feel emotion, but like anger is never okay. Like anger, releasing anger, not okay. And that that's your choice and that's fine. Um, and I, and I feel that I feel that cause I've done the, I can't, I just tried to cross my legs and my desk is, <laughs> I have a new desk and it's not high enough. <laughs> okay. I'm tall. So, um, I feel that because I've dealt a lot with like so just to give you some context, I've dealt a lot with crying. <laughs> I am a professional crier. Thank you. Thank you. Um, also, I had anger issues like you would not believe um, for for years. Um, and a lot of people would be like, no, I don't believe that. No, it's true. I did. Uh, I punched myself. I punched walls. I did all, I, so many. That's just the basis. Go read Unboxed if you want to hear in the chapter Bully you'll find out. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, those are my stances on emotion. Provide information, beneficial to release, but not all emotions need to be felt, okay? This is just my opinion and you're welcome to take something else. But I'm talking about qu- questioning emotions and those core beliefs kind of do come into play if you're going to practice a tool like this because if you're like, no, absolutely not. Every emotion needs to come out and be felt to its fullest. Then like, you're probably not going to be the person that questions your emotions. <laughs> you're probably, this this tool might not be beneficial, but if you're willing to go, hmm, let me try it out. Let me see. Let me let my belief get a little pliable for a bit while I try this and just see where it goes. That might be helpful. So that's kind of the reason I, I bring these things up. Now, the reason I, I say that not all emotions need to be felt is because as human beings, we can register a lot of experiences through being taken personally. We like we can we're really good. We can make a lot of things about ourselves, right? Um, I'm trying to think of like a bunch of examples, but like I feel like the well is empty. But things like uh, like my like my car. <laughs> Welcome back to the car saga. <laughs> now 2022. Um, my car has been in the shop for seven months now, and we'll see if we hit eight. Uh, I said this last month, and I still don't have my car back as of June 28th. So if you kept your fingers crossed last month that I would have it back by the time you heard an episode, uh, keep them crossed, friends. <laughs> We're in July, so we'll see. You'll find out in August if I actually got it back this month or in the month of July. Anyway, um, 
you know, I I could take that personally. The fact that like I worked with shops that like aren't really great, like that could have been something that made me really angry where I'm like, how could you treat me this way? Like, who do you think you are? Or that the universe is freaking out to get me. Um, or let's say like, I can't tell you how many jobs I've lost <laughs> um, and had those opportunities ripped away. And I could take that personally and be like, what did I do wrong? Like, what did, you know, and gotten really depressed about it and gone, well, what am I going to do now? Like, oh my goodness, like, I, this is going to be the worst situation. So instead of just going, my car got in a wreck and it's taking a long time to fix, or I've lost a few jobs in a row. it that's it right we we make the stories right we can take it personally and it can evoke a lot of emotion and depending on your past compilation of experiences also your core beliefs or the stories that you tell yourself on a regular basis um you know those experiences like can really come across in in big ways and they can kind of add and compound and like though because here's the thing when we have an experience and it is paired with an emotion it's like it's like we're mixing cement to keep that that memory that belief that we're experiencing at the time solidified within our bodies okay even if you you like just cry your way through it but like it it creates an impact when you pair an experience with a hefty emotional response no matter no matter if it's you know, crying or being completely elated with joy, you it, it's like mixing cement and it locks it into your system. Okay, so that is also one of the reasons I think not not all emotions need to to be felt because how do how do we want that to stay with us, right? So we are allowed to question what we're feeling and decide if it's if it's necessary or even helpful, right? Like, is it actually going to help me? to get upset in this moment? Is it actually going to help me to get angry in this moment? Or would it be of better benefit to approach this in a different way to, to, to release this or to transmute it into something different, to shift my perspective around it? Um, whatever it might be, right? Like asking that question, because there are plenty of times where like I can feel like a frustration building and then I go you know I do, I really I don't want to be angry about this right now I really don't totally could I could keep this ball rolling like not a problem um but I don't I don't want to because I don't feel that it would actually help me and for me well that's a, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that story at the wayside but that's that's kind of the question, you know, the thing to kind of consider, mull over for a minute, right? And now please note, like, if you haven't normally done this, it's going to take some uh, practice. And it might be something where you go through a full emotion and then afterwards you go, hmm, did I really need to do that? Like, did I really need to experience that? And you, it's almost kind of as a reflection tool first. And then as you practice, like continually practice that, you'll be able to um, question your emotions. So you can start with questioning after. Then you might move into questioning during, right? If it's lasted maybe long enough, you're like, why am I even doing this? Like, do I need to do this? Um, and you can question during. 
uh, then you might be able to question really early on. Like maybe you have like a, like, do like the tears start flowing and you're like, okay, do I really want to, you know, cry right now? Um, and then again, it can move even back to where you're feeling kind of cues that an, an emotion is about to come up, maybe a bigger emotion, right? You're just getting these subtle hints. Um, so please know that that's a practice. That's a process. Um, but also know that this is not about feeding the shoulds or shouldn'ts, right? Like I shouldn't be crying or I should be keeping my composure. Or, I shouldn't raise my voice at this. I don't know. Whatever, whatever it is for you, right? I've got anger and crying. Clearly, I know these well. So I'm using them <laughs> repeatedly as examples. Um, oh, actually, here's, here's a good example too. I used to deal with when I, when I was living with bipolar disorder, which I don't anymore, um, I would experience mania. And so one of the things, like I was applying this to depression and that sadness, right? That kind of, um, checking myself and going, mm, do I need to go here? Um, and that's something that, uh, I have covered and beat the bad. And as I write that book and get that out to more people, you know, if you need that, you can find that there. But um, I also had to do it with mania. And I enjoyed my mania. Like I was a, I was a ball of happy in my mania. Like I, it wasn't dangerous. It wasn't anything. I mean, the only thing that was dangerous was like, I'd probably like bruise myself because I'm anemic and I'm like, I just bruise easily inside, just bump things. Because um, I was just having the time of my life. But I had to also go, hmm, do I need to feel like this extreme of joy? Like, can I just, can I just be happy or could I just be content? Right. And, and even dial that back because I was in like a heavy pendulum swing from depression to mania to depression to mania. And so I had to start questioning those emotions to help kind of bring me into, um, a more gentle center. Uh, so, that can happen with, you know, what we might construe as more positive emotions. Um, but yeah, not about feeding should and shouldn'ts, not about being absolutely emotionless, um, and not about shaming our emotional experience or repressing feelings. Because sometimes if you try to, if you try to go through this process, you try to transmute it, and that, that emotion you can just tell still wants to just bust out and come out, then it probably just needs to be released from the body. And as like a little like bonus tip, like um, try not to feed the story behind it. Try to like if you need to get angry, just punch a pillow, um, you know, or, or whatever, however you want to release anger. Maybe that's just gripping your fists and then releasing them, right? It doesn't have to be like violent acts. Um, I actually... Oh, that's a that's a whole other topic. Maybe I'll make an episode on anger. Actually, I haven't. I don't do a lot of those. I should probably do more of those. Um, should huh? Shooting myself. Anyway, <laughs> it'd be helpful to probably do more of those. Um, however, uh, sometimes it's beneficial to just release it and then just not feed the story of like I'm so angry because of this, and then because then you start going down this loophole of thinking about other things that make you angry so that you can fuel that emotion even harder. And then that emotion makes you think of more things. It's just, it's a cycle. So sometimes you need to just release it. Maybe you just need to let yourself lay down and cry for a little bit. I like to set a timer for these things. Um, or I used to. Now I can manage it pretty well on my own. I don't need to set a timer. I can just be like, okay, enough's enough. We're good. Um, but if you need to let it out, let it out. Please do. Like, it's not that we shouldn't feel emotions. Um, but again, it's just about, like, 
How long are we feeling them? Is it beneficial? Is it helping us? Like if you need to grieve, freaking grieve, you know, but if you're grieving and it's just, and it feels like it's just wrecking you and you, you're not seeing any hope in life, then like that might be a time to step up, start questioning and making changes. Right. And not questioning, like, should I even be feeling this? But just like, do I want to be feeling this? You know, is this helping me? (laughs) That's the kind of questioning we're talking about. So I'm going to give you just a really quick rundown of steps. Okay, we've kind of talked about all of these these things a little bit throughout the episode. I said this was a practical one. We're going to do it. I promised. Um, So the steps that I'm going to tell you are ask the question. Right. And I'm going to have these steps and I'm, I'm going to have it actually broken down a little bit further to uh, over on Patreon. So if you're not a member, Patreon member, go get on it um, and you'll have those available as well as journaling prompts. Uh, anyway, first off, ask the question kind of like what I was just explaining. Right. Do I want to feel this way? Is it beneficial to feel this way? What I blah, blah, blah. Can I whatever that thing? OK, so do that. If your answer is like, yeah, I want to shake this up. <laughs> like maybe it's no, I need to feel it for a bit. Fine. Totally fine. Go for it. Maybe you revisit this. Maybe you feel it for a bit and then you go hmm, I'm gonna ask the question again. OK, if you're like, yeah, I'm down. Let's shake it up. Let's shake it up. Thanks. Anyways, <laughs> then you want to start playing with perspectives. Okay. So could I just shift my perspective on this, right? Could I um, see this in a different light? Could I find some gratitude in it? Could I see how it's benefiting me? Um, those kinds of things are how we're playing with perspective. Okay. Like, is there a different, is there even just a different approach to this, right? Would breathing help me? Would would breathing just give me that satisfaction of just like, <sighs> just <sighs> release? Also, um, I'm very big on energy work. Uh, that is something that I personally do. Um, and so a perspective that I will play with is can I release this energetically? Can I let an emotion out in a form of energy rather than just like, and this sounds very like, like, how do I even do that practically? Like, you you can almost uh, think of, like, when people are, like, feeling overwhelmed or they're stressed, right? And they go outside and they put their bare feet on the ground, right? They're grounding, okay? They're releasing that stress energy down through their feet, right? They're kind of recalibrating in that way. So that's kind of, if you can imagine, like, the bit of the energy work I'm talking about. You may not even know you're, you do it. <laughs> but it's just another way of releasing emotion that doesn't actually involve, like, fully experiencing immersing ourselves in the emotion or experiencing it um I do this with my kids all the time but like you could literally just like take your hand and like put it like out I I did this the other day in the car I was feeling very tense and I put my hand against the window as I was driving and I imagined all the the tenseness pouring out of my hand and I basically move that energetically out and I had it go out of the window of the car and I was just leaving it behind as I was driving so This is what I mean by play with perspectives, play with different ways that you can transmute what you're feeling, shift the way that you're relating to it, yada, yada, yada. Okay, so ask a question, one, two, play with perspectives, three, release the personalization, okay? So you can just see this as like a straight fact of just like, this is what's happening, doesn't have to be happening to me or doesn't have to be like ruining me or whatever, right? It can just be a fact if you want to frame it that way. I also like to lean into love, compassion, and empathy here. Okay, so instead of me being victimized by whatever is happening, 
I will release that personalization and express um, a sense of love for whatever it is or lean into a level of um, compassion either for myself or for the circumstance or just experience empathy of like, like if my kids are like in an argument and it's tensing me up and I'm like, how are they screaming and yelling? Like I'm trying to do this thing over here, right? I'm making it about me. (laughs) Um, I can have empathy and go, "Mm, they're really struggling with something. You know, maybe I can go and help them sort out whatever is going on between the two of them, right? Do you see how that just like, I don't even need to be in my emotions. I can literally just like unplug from it. Um, And it's beneficial to me. I don't have to sit there because then otherwise I would have walked up in that situation and screamed like, do you know how rude you're being? I'm doing this over here and you guys are screaming and you guys are fighting. And now I'm releasing full-blown anger. And it's to me, in my mind, that's not benefiting me or them, except for the fact that maybe it's getting them to shut up. And then I'm just tense for a bit until I calm down. So again, sometimes we can kind of skip those processes. So one, ask the question. Two, play with perspectives. Three, release the personalization. And four, continuous affirmation to create healthy space. So sometimes our minds can want to revisit. We can maybe have done all of that and then our brain goes, no, I really am like irritated that they interrupted me or whatever, right? So like it can come back fiercely, especially if this is not something you practice often. And so it's good to have or it's helpful to have like an affirmation that you can just kind of very simple, could be like a mantra or something that you repeat to yourself. Like it could be something as simple as like, I made my choice. I made my choice. Like, and how you want to deal with that situation, all those things, I made my choice. So anytime your brain pops up with like a, "Mm, this is why, right? Um, And again, this is going to be a little different from like, if you're feeling that emotion, like ready to just like, you know, it like comes up your throat and you're like, (laughs) I hope you're like that. I'm like that. Anyway. Um, (laughs) So that's, that is going to be different where you're going, oh no, I really, it would be beneficial to release that in like a safe space space right um as opposed to your brain is almost kind of like playing tricks on you where it's like "Mm, no you should be mad Mm, no you should again it's coming in with the shoulds right or the shouldn'ts or whatever you shouldn't be doing that you're you have you deserve to be angry you deserve to scream at them anyway that can be when it's really good to have continuous affirmations to just lean on because it's good to it i keep saying it's good it's helpful to have that kind of response Um, and it might take a few times of just going, I made my choice. I made my choice and not from like an irritated place, but just fact, I made my choice, (laughs) um, to, to help with that. So yes, I'm going to repeat those really quick. So one, ask the question Two, play with perspectives, three, release the personalization and four, continuous affirmation. That is going to be a really great way to start practicing this kind of method of questioning your emotions so that you're not feeling them all the time about all of the things and they're just taxing your system because they they can. Emotions can honestly just tax us physically, mentally, energetically, all things. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so one of the first journaling questions that I have for Patreon members, if you're not one, go join us. We would love to have you. Um, is what emotion, well, this actually is a couple questions. You're welcome. It's a few. <laughs> what emotion comes up most often? Do I want slash need to feel it? Do I feel like I'm benefiting from experiencing it? Okay. I will have more journaling prompts um, to kind of break that down even further. And what's nice about that is it gives you like a little heads up of what to look for. Um, 
if if you are going to put this into practice. So it gives you a little bit of a head start. So again, join us over on Patreon to get access to the, all the journaling questions um, and ones for past episodes. I've been doing journaling prompts for all the episodes except for my personal ones. If you've listened for a while, you know what that means. Um, but I've been doing them all for every episode starting in 2022. So there are, there's an archive of journaling questions if you're interested. But that is it for this episode. <laughs> if you liked it, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. Ooh. You can also check out my books and Patreon at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome. I'll keep saying Simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.